Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another very exciting Civilizations in Review. We are here with Julia Smith, a fabulous content writer currently based in Egypt, to chat about the Nobatia Kingdom, which was based in ancient Nubia, so just right south of Julia. And we have Anna Campusano, a fabulous content writer and interviewer extraordinaire. I think this is her sixth or seventh one to learn all about the empire. So thank you both for being here today. Um, as a reminder, you're seeing us live here on Facebook, so welcome and enjoy. We will also be cross-posting this to our YouTube, to our Instagram, to our Spotify, and to our website, so you can engage with this content in four different capacities. Um, but also, we are not going to talk about every single aspect of this empire, and so please go to the Alphusaic website, Civilizations 101 section, and scroll down to the Nobatia part. Um, to get even more details. Uh, Julia's article is incredibly well-researched, has hyperlinks, and showcases more details than anything we could talk about today. With that said, I'm very excited to dive in, learn about um, you know, what excited you, Julia, about choosing this empire. I'm, I'm guessing your geography currently, but can't wait to hear the real reason. Um, but I'm going to throw it to Anna to read the 101-word introduction. Take it away. Thank you, Ben. Welcome, Julia. Uh, so the Nobatia. Uh, located in ancient Egypt or modern-day Sudan, the civilization of Nobatia was conceived from the Cushitic kingdom alongside its neighbors to the south, Makuria and Alodia. Established around 400 CE, Nobatia was one of the first kingdoms to convert to Christianity during this time. Nobatia was eventually absorbed by the Makuria kingdom in the 7th century. It is likely that early Nobatia is the same civilization as the Balana culture. However, few details are known about this kingdom today. And much of our knowledge is based on archaeological excavation of town sites and tombs in the region. Wow, that's awesome. A lot of times we have a lot, much of research done, but the, to think about that most of it, like what we know, it's archaeological. And uh, I can imagine uh, how it must have been for you uh, finding out information about it. So how was it? Yeah, um, that was actually something I was really... Um, I don't know, I found really interesting that was like how much we know about this kingdom and how much we don't know about it. Um, I just thought it was really amazing how much archaeologists can derive information from these, you know, ruined tombs and what have you, and, and then compare with the little bits that they know about other cultures from that time and kind of piece together like a puzzle. I, just found that to be very impressive um yeah and I feel like there's I you could dive way deeper into this like one kingdom than I I barely touched on the surface I feel like well that's entirely the point of the civilizations in review section so so don't feel uh, any other way than you you did really wonderfully in showcasing what is this empire let's let's learn a little bit more um you know, the whole point of the civilizations in review section is to showcase, hey, there are really important empires, kingdoms, dynasties throughout what we now call the Middle East, North Africa or Southwest Asia, North Africa region. Let's talk about sort of what, you know, their legacies are. And so Nobatia definitely has some really cool pieces. Um, reading, I was reading over it earlier today to, you know, refresh for this live stream. And I'm really excited to chat about, um, you know, what you learned. Um, but if I can sort of maybe steer the conversation initially, um, I was really interested in the Christianity piece. Um, there are the the majority of the Christian empires largely, you know, moved to Europe, Rome converting, and then you know expanding through most of 
European empires. We don't have those in Aquasaic, right? Um, but I, when I wanted to chat, you know, what prompted this kingdom's uh, conversion? Was there, you know, a king or uh, a missionary? I'm just, you know, curious what um, that connection is. Because that's all I knew about Nubatia was that they were Nubian and Christian. End of, end of list. So please tell me more. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I found that piece to be really interesting too, because I don't know, I, being in Egypt now, I think, oh, you know, like this area is very um, um, Muslim heavy and like, you know, like most of the Middle East, the it's predominantly Muslim, but um, I found that part to be so interesting. And um, yeah, so back in like the sixth century, um, a couple of missionaries, the most predominant one um, that we know about is named um julian and then he also worked with we would believe um like his successor kind of was this guy named long longius longinus longinus um and um they um evangelized in the area and they came from like um the roman empire they came down south and um it was really interesting it sounded like from everything that i was reading and from what researchers have found it sounds like the kingdom um converted to christianity very quickly from more of like um the previous religion was much more greek influenced so they would there was um a lot more um like uh people that believed in like isis for example um the god this um isis and um so yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And very quickly, the um, capital city became a Christian hub for the region. And like um, the bishopric gained a lot of influence. So um, I thought that was really interesting. But then in the seventh century, when Nobatia had already been annexed by the um, Makurian kingdom, and then the um, when the Arab invaders came in, um, it was a lot more people were converted to Islam. Um, so I thought the interaction of those various religions in this one, like decently small area, was really interesting um, to me. Incredibly so. That's that's why I wanted to start on the faith-based piece. I mean, a that's all I knew about them beforehand, so that you know, was my intro, but. That's fascinating to, to convert from a, you know, polytheistic Egyptian goddess and gods, you know, system to a Christian one and then a Muslim one when Makuri, that's just, that's so fascinating. Thank you for sharing that history a bit more. And it makes sure. me think about the sort of like the merging of people. Yeah. So a lot of times uh, what ends up happening in these communities is maybe that the faith, the, the previous faith, as you mentioned, may not be as strong or they're, they're not all looking towards like one thing which is uh, a lot of how the Christian influence uh, came and also the Islamic one. Um, but uh, maybe it was also like, I think about like, you know, being from one kingdom and then the Makuria coming later, there's also a shift of people, like maybe people leave or like it's it's a whole new like era. Um, uh, there are also people who come with it. So there's a lot of that, that we, when we think about like most of this uh, civilizations here on Alphazayak, um, how they started, you know, how people shifted from one place to the other, and then, you know, it sort of uh, end, uh, ends up being uh, later on. I've heard of uh, Nubia, so it's 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 quite interesting because I definitely did not know 
uh, that far back. Uh, one thing that I, uh, always interests me as well is how much of the empires that we study, considering their, you know, seventh century, for example, uh, how much of the influence is still kind of present today and what like we actually look at or what we've taken from them in this time that we don't even sometimes realize that, you know, it's part of that kingdom or empire. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think probably... Um one of the biggest like legacies of the Nobadia kingdom was um just like knowing definitely comes from like their um Christianity I think of like of that impacting the region um for example um back when they uh, um flooded like Nasser um in southern Egypt they um discovered a um well this destroyed the city of ferris which was believed to be the capital city of the kingdom and um he, a team of polish archaeologists excavated the town and discovered many temples and um like a big cathedral at which had all these preserved paintings on the wall um and i think that that just really um really filled in a lot of puzzle pieces um, to what we know about um, the different regions and cultures in that area today. And that was back in the 60s, but we're still learning from those um, things that they found. And um, it's still informing our knowledge of the region and um, how like that still impacts us today and the Nubian culture, which still exists. Um, there's still Nubian people, um, it's Nubian community. Um, so I think that was really interesting to me um, of how we, we can still see this civilization today, you know, so many years later. Yeah. I think that's one thing we love about archaeology, how like how it transcends over time. And even after later on in these uh, excavations, you know, we start to see so much of history and what they can, the archaeological evidence, what they what it can depict. Like it's it's truly fascinating. Yeah, it's wild that a, a flooding uh, to build the dam, presumably, is the reason mm -hmm. that this empire uh, kingdom was discovered, more or less. Yeah. um that's that is the story i'm guessing right that's why the the was flooded yeah 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 yeah. no it was flooded because of the dam yeah. and yeah i'm not sure exactly like how much they knew about the kingdom before that but then they like really like they went in and they were really working on it <laughs> that prompted I mean, fa it. fabulous uh you know yeah. glad that happened because what a fascinating civilization to add to the pieces of the history that is now you know throughout sudan um that's that's so so, so interesting yeah you're your modern influence section says all of that in only 101 words. So well done for being concise. But uh, please, uh, listener, um, read that section because there's some hyperlinks uh, engaged to talk about the uh, Faras Cathedral and, and more of this, you know, artwork, Christian Christianity's you know presence in the region is is there. Fascinating. Um, I I know I know that's kind of the biggest. Uh, you know, modern influence, key accomplishment, emphasis, legacy of this kingdom is their religious aspect. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious if there's there's more details, um, you know, in maybe the econ section or whatnot in your research that you noticed about uh, Nobatia. 
Yeah, well, one thing I thought was really interesting was related to their economy and how they really became a hub, um, especially the capital city um, of just uh, um, a trade hub and then like a religious hub. Um, at some point, they established like free trade basically with um, the Egyptians, which really increased trade in the region. Um, and yeah, like, you know, there, there were a lot of farmers, but then um, it also like there was a lot of people doing um, creating pottery and like a much more um, artisanal kind of um, aspect to it all. Um, so yeah, I think that was really interesting too, because actually the the capital city, Faraz, was existed before the Nabatia kingdom and then outlasted it. So that city alone just it lived on for ages. Um, so of course that is a huge impact in the region. Um, and actually that's one thing I wanted to learn more about um, after writing all of this, but I wasn't able to get into it really. Um, due to the limitation, time limitations and word limitations. But um, I was curious about when did the city kind of die out because then eventually it was flooded um, with the building of the dam and the creation of Lake Nasser. So, um, but like it, it had been such a vibrant city from what I read that I was curious about um, why, why it, um, what happened and I'm assuming that another kingdom came in and destroyed it but I don't know that for sure. <laughs> right before Anna has a fabulous question I will say please write an Afuzak article about that <laughs> as no word length uh, you know as well you know reasonably at least about Faras and maybe the history of you know the ancient Nile cities. Yeah. Um, I mean there are several throughout I think there's four Nubian empires that Afuzak has but all of these different cities that you know existed along the Nile um maybe due to the flooding or the dam or lake creation or drying or drought or all of the things please if that's something that's actually interesting to you sounds yeah. like it is we'd love <laughs> to have that article here on right. before I respond normally but I just thought I wanted to interject that's exactly what Al-Fuzek was set up for is appetizing yeah. and, and showcasing your interest in Middle Eastern North African affairs and if ancient mm -hmm. Nile cities clearly is Julia's thing then great let's do it <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that too, how much of this uh, history a lot of times it creates lots of curiosity, especially when we get like these uh, kingdoms, empires and that are ba mainly based on archaeological evidence and we don't have so much of like literature, there's like not much out there already put out there. So yeah, I mean, that, that's a great way and I will read it for sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, thinking about like what you mentioned about the uh, economics and, and how it uh, sort of established this like free trade and, and those thoughts behind uh, with Egypt, uh, it makes me think about like when I wrote about Seljuk and how this is how they uh, employed like their diplomatic uh, approach with uh, other kingdoms, other dynasties, empires. Um, and it's really cool to think about because, you know, I'm a political science major, so it's always cool to think about like how were uh, these foreign relations established in these times. And much of it, you know, it's it's definitely uh, more economic and like the sort of free trade. Um, but it was cool to the, to think about like uh, pottery and and uh, you know, I, I, it's kind of like one of the best things, uh, like the artisanal background of uh, these regions in North Africa and the Middle East. Um, so that's that's really cool. Um, 
another thing I uh, like I'm curious about like anything that like striked you or like any uh, key aspects of the Nobatia uh, kingdom itself that you were sort of like uh, shocked about you know or that it impressed you and that you know made you want to actually write about it yeah well I think been mentioned before you know he assumed that <laughs> part of my interest was because I'm in that region so that's what initially sparked my interest because I was like oh I'm not that far from this area um and I you know met a couple of Nubian people since being here and I just wanted to get to know more about that so um yeah so that's what initially sparked my interest um, once I started getting into it, um, I was definitely struck by the um, Christian influence that was, I didn't know about that really much beforehand. Um, and then also I, I thought it was really interesting. So they, it's, most historians and archeologists don't really know where the Nobade um, people came from. Um, and one theory is that the Romans invited them, it, they defeated the people that had been living here, there, and then the Romans invited the um, Nobate to come move in, <laughs> um, which I thought was really interesting and kind of random to me, but. That sounds like the Romans, so. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Come, come move in. Um, um, so I thought that was interesting. There's another, um, theory that they a lot of people believe that they came out of the Kushite kingdom which um is very reasonable um but then also I just thought it was interesting too that they they really like the Romans invited them in but then later they aligned with this other group called the Blimes to fight against the Romans but then they were also always um fighting with the Blimix too and they were like infamous for like allying and then like betraying each other and then allying betraying <laughs> um so I just thought like they sounded like a little bit of a dramatic group to me um, very typical for most ancient empires very very typical. Right. <laughs> yeah so I think that was just I thought that was really interesting just the relationships with the other groups in the region um and yeah so I think it's interesting the like timeline of just southern you know Egypt northern Sudan Nubia that you know geography geographical area of really Kushite all you know pre-antiquity to then more or less four pockets along the Nile of Christian kingdoms mm -hmm. I, I think that transition even if it was Roman conquering and inviting you know local people to convert and then be their you know vassal mm -hmm. for lack of a more effective term there or if it was just you know a, a change over time or maybe both who knows but still regardless the geography of that place Kushite for so much of its history with the Egyptian influences so then this Nobatia and several other Nubian Christian spaces to now be you know Muslim Sudan and Egypt I just mm -hmm. I just think that change over time is is really really fascinating um yeah. So please, Julia, write some, you know, Nile timeline <laughs> article or something, or more than one. I'm ready. I'm ready. That would be okay. really cool. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned it really in, in it's in Nobatia's origins and kind of declines a little bit unknown, but this mm -hmm. interaction with all these other empires, it was absorbed probably into Makuria, maybe. Th those kinds of question marks are, are um, really fascinating. And for, to me, the biggest reason why civilizations 101 section was created 
because I think it's really crucial to talk about all of these different components of ancient history and how much it can impact to today. So thank you, first and foremost, for taking on this challenge of writing about the Novatians and their story as still much of a question mark there is, but I you know, would venture to say you're now one of the uh, experts, more or less, of uh, Novatian history in some way. At least this article is, is a, a great space, space to start. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have a point necessarily. It's just, it's just the whole reason we're having this conversation. You wrote the article, is is to showcase the different periods of history that are completely overlooked when we're talking about the region today. Um, so, you know, thank you for sharing your research, your interest, your geography currently, because it has led to I think this wonderful conversation and future articles and whatnot uh, about ancient Nile. I guess, I guess if there's any, if I have, you know, we'll end this with a question. I just wanted to, you know, comment and thank you, quite frankly, with, with how wonderful this article is and your adeptness about chatting about it. Uh, so it's sort of any other, you know, fun facts or interesting pieces you learned in your research for this article um, about the Nabataeans. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for giving me the opportunity to write it. I never would have researched this on my own. Yeah, so it's been really um, a great experience. Um, and kind of to go off your point a little bit, um, I about like we need to be learning about these civilizations that existed long ago because they still do impact. Like there's still people groups. I think that's one thing a lot of times we, at least from my perspective growing up in the US, I, you know, I thought the Middle East, I thought Arab people, that's it you know it's like everybody in the middle east is arab but it's really interesting you know like within that there's so many different groups and they come out of these different ancient kingdoms and stuff like the nubian kingdom and like and the arabs invaded and stuff so i think i think that's when i just want to like you know stand behind your statement of like these it's really important to study these civilizations because they still like there is impact um today um as far as yeah like other things I learned um there was I one thing that I thought was random was I read this one article that was and I didn't really mention it that much in um my article but um one article I read described all their um like how their different um archery and bows and arrows and how they developed all these different um weapons <laughs> and I thought that was really that was kind of random and interesting because everything I saw was related to like that they produced was related to either pottery or archery um so I thought that was that's kind of a random fun fact also that I didn't really get to include in the article too much um was their um yeah, I mean, that, production we have like the hyperlink so like you know people can go and then sort of look into the cl uh, closer into that. Um, I think archery is big in the Middle East or amongst uh, the Arabs, uh, you know, it's so it, it kind of seems like it stems from a lot of these kingdoms and, and these things. I don't know, I, I feel like they were such a fun group, like you make me feel like you know, when you were talking about them and, and sort of like who were the allies, their rivals, it's like the same people. It's like your friends, but not friends. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, it's also fascinating to learn about the uh, civilization. So mm -hmm. as you said, like maybe because you're in the region or you're in this area, you know, you, you looked into it. Um, 
but even for me or I'm sure for Ben and, and everyone who, who reads this it's like wow like there's a lot there that you know we didn't know and it, it connects the dots especially uh, you know when we think about uh, much of the archaeological history that exists out there that doesn't have much literature um, it's a great way to kind of like put it into um, a resource site and then yeah I, I like learning about it as well I like, I like the civilizations um, and thank you uh, as well for writing about it. And now I know all about Novatia. <laughs> I love it. Fascinating. Also, if you want to write a future archery, ancient archery <laughs> practices article, yes, we're down. Yes. I mean, that, that's really what Alphusaic's ethos initially is, that this is a mosaic, hence its name, of resources, historical information, language learning pieces, and more that make up the Swana region. And so talking about, you know, modern ethnic groups directly trace their lineage to these ancient empires is a really important conversation um, and Novatia adds to it. So thank you for, for uh, making your first impact of hopefully many more, um, you know, to the, the knowledge on ancient Nile, archery practices, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. Thank is, you is there all. any uh, final things you wanna share about uh, this empire as we wrap up? Um, I mean, I just say I encourage people to learn more about Novatia and its sister kingdoms, Makuria and Elodia, um, and just the Nubian um, civilization overall. Um, it's it's easy to kind of get dragged down by the like archaeological details that you get into with some of these papers and stuff, but um, you know, just like you can find some simple, more simple resources to read and learn about it. Um, it's it's really interesting stuff. So I just encourage people to check it out. Um, even if you think you might not be interested in that ancient of history, it's it's actually really interesting. <laughs> Fascinating. I would agree. Um, well, thank you, Anna, for your questions and candor as always. Your excitement for these empires makes these conversations more fun. So thank you, Julia, for writing about the Novatia and adding to the list of resources. We are under eight empires left. Um, there are many, many more out there, but Alphuseg is, is putting a cap at 93 um, mm -hmm. on our site. Um, so it's digestible and, and engageable. Um, and learnable. I don't think any of those are words, but regardless, showcasing the uh, importance of these ancient empires, kingdoms, dynasties, caliphates, etc. Um, so thank you for having uh, one last uh, one to add to our site. Uh, and thank you, listener, for engaging with this. Again, as we mentioned several times, there's even more pieces to the Nobatia Empire and all of the hyperlinks where Julia got her research from. So please head to our website, alfusaic.net. A-L-F-U-S-A-I-C dot N-E-T and scroll over to the Civilizations 101 Nobatia section. Um, we hope to have many more, or I guess eight more of these in the future as we wrap up our Civilizations 101 section. And Julie, I'm very excited for this archery Nile articles abound um, and learning more about uh, ancient uh, Nubian Nile life. It's going to be an exciting uh, series. Uh, you don't have to stick with it, but this is recorded, so maybe you should. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Hey, we love it. We love it. Accountability is a great thing. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, Julia, for your article, Anna, for your questions, and you for listening. Uh, we will see you at the next one. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.